Welcome to Divorce Diary Show podcast. I am Michelle Trina, the host, the creator, the person who's brushing her hair. Um, welcome. Divorce Diaries Show podcast. Okay. Um, I am just getting back from feeling a little bit um, better than I was feeling the last couple of days. I don't know why I have my computer raised up like this. Hold on, guys. All right, so now you see the mess behind me. If you're listening on in YouTube, you can see the mess, the tissues, my robe, which is my, fir- I love this robe my mom got me. It's so soft and fuzzy. Um, it's my boyfriend. My robe is my boyfriend right now. I have three tissues left, so I do have to go to the store in a few minutes um, amidst the school day buzz. Um, I don't know what that word, what I just said, school day buzz. I, my daughter's at school and I'm working from home. So, um, Welcome to Divorce Diary Show podcast. Um, this is a episode before the other couple episodes we're going to do this week. I've been doing a lot more episodes, which makes me really happy um, and excited because I feel like the podcast is growing a little bit more, hopefully. Um, so I uh, had a stuffy nose the last couple of days. I was feeling run down and now I'm feeling a lot better. I definitely um, got some sleep in and I am feeling rested. All right, so um, I had a medium meeting yesterday with my medium, who I love, um, a session. And she, you know, I, I definitely wanted to ask her about this last guy that I was talking to, what the real deal was. Now, it's not to say that she tells me, hey, this is what's going on, this is right, this is wrong, but she gauges, like she uses her, and she's able to deep delve further into her intuition and obviously can speak to the other side and all this other amazing things more so than I can. Um, and, it, it, and again, it's not like that everything is right or wrong for what she says, but it's it's helpful. So, um, she did mention a few things about him that were interesting. Um, I brought it up that like, you know, I was really bummed. She felt, um, like he did have strong feelings for me, but the rest of it was like, not what I wanted to hear. I guess I wanted to hear that I'm going to speak to him again. I guess I wanted to hear that he's going to come back. Um, she really just said that it was like a good thing that I ended it. She said that he would have broken my heart and that he would have kept me a secret and that he's done this before. She said that he's done this with other women, like that he's struggled with his religion and being in the Orthodox Jewish community and wanting to break free, I guess maybe from relationships. I don't know exactly what she meant by that, but she said that he's been wanting to break out and he keeps getting sucked back in. And she said that his mother would have had an issue with it. She didn't directly say his mother, but she said his mom would not like like this. Um, which I had a feeling too. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what the deal is. Like if somebody likes somebody, I mean, clearly this guy did not like me enough or he, you know, and it, that pisses me off too. Just the whole thing pisses me off. And the close off mentality of like, if I like you, like I want to, I'm like, she even said, I just said like at least 20 times. She said she had the same thing with her when she, you know, she has a line of work that's non-traditional like I do. So the fact that I'm not Jewish and I'm a comedian is like, oh my God, you know, I don't know. She said that also men with her were like intrigued too when she was first um, starting to do what she does as a, you know, 
professional medium. I mean, because she always had the gift, but then she really tapped into it for to be as a, to to provide services to others, right? And so, like for me, I make fun of the things that are going on in my life in a way that'll help people. And he didn't want to be a part of that. So like, even if, even if there was no religious barrier, I would have still had the issue of that. That is like a non-negotiable, like for me, the non-negotiable for him was religion. Non-negotiable for me was not incorporating the person I'm with into my stand-up comedy. And the fact that I was going to do that, I mean, I don't mind shifting for the person that I'm feeling for and not to make him feel uncomfortable like I would for anybody in my circle, but the way it was coming at me right at the very beginning on top of you're not Jewish and practicing, like even if you were Jewish, you need to be practicing and be doing these things. Otherwise I can't be with you. It was a lot. It was just a lot. Um, and again, he was very open about it from the beginning, but that, I guess that's what bothers me. It's just like, he couldn't even enjoy us getting to know each other and then make a decision. But I, like you've heard in the last couple episodes, everyone's been telling me like, that's just not how it works, especially if somebody is Orthodox again, not, I'm not my, not, this is not me speaking people that I, I have friends and family members, colleagues who are Jewish that told me this is something that's embedded in his brain since you're a kid. Um, um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just think my medium said that it was best that I broke it off. She thinks also this picture I talked about that was on Facebook, she reminded me, cause I said, I'm like, but he didn't post it. Pissed me off, but he didn't post it, she, but he was tagged in it. She goes, yeah, he had to approve that tag. And she said that he thinks she's like, I think he did that uh with the intention to see how you would react and that upset me because he doesn't seem like the type that would do that but then i was like well because i was like no he's i don't think he would do that she's like no he had to approve that and i realized every time somebody tags me on facebook you have to approve it on your on your timeline and that came up on his timeline so because that's how i saw it. it came up in my feed as somebody i'm friends with right so when I realized that, when she said that, that clicked into my brain of like, yeah, maybe he was testing me. Well, I don't think he was thinking this deeply, but he is an overthinker. So maybe he was thinking, let's, let's see, Michelle has a little bit of this temper, not temper, but Michelle's being very emotional. And I told her I would take her out to celebrate her dad's uh, life, but I don't know if it's a good idea. So let me do this to see how she reacts. And then we'll go from there. Like I, I, maybe he was doing that. I don't know, but she did say she thinks he did it intentionally, which is fucked up if he did. I mean, the picture's down. I only saw that the picture's down because a friend of mine looked, um, this is sounding really bad. Um, my, I've had my friend look on Facebook because I can't see his Facebook profile anymore because I blocked him and he blocked me. Um, and she's the picture, she's like, the picture's down. Although, um, I know for, I know either the picture's down or it's on private. Either way, I can't see it. So whatever he fucking did or didn't do, I don't know. It still hurt really badly. Like, in other words, here's the gist of the picture. It hurt my feelings really badly to the point I was crying on and off all day long because it was reminding me that I am not Jewish and I don't fit into this mold of what this guy is looking for. And we have this great connection that he was willing to throw away because of my religion and something I can't control. And it just hurts. And it's really not a reflection on me. It's a reflection on him, but it still hurt. 
just hurt. And now I'm kind of on this, like, I want to date a Jewish guy kick. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't care if they're Jewish, Catholic, Muslim, Buddhist, but I'm intrigued by men who are fit into their faith and their spirituality. So maybe that's what it was. Um, I think physically we were attracted. Well, definitely physically we were attracted to each other. Um, he's not Latin, but there was like, um, I actually think he, he said he was a little Spanish, which is interesting. <laughs> But he seems cute, and I, I, I was, and now I just can't stand him. I'm just aggravated at him. I'm very aggravated at him. Poo poo on you. Because my medium was like, he's not an asshole, but he's immature, and and I was like, is he? Because he didn't seem immature. She's like, he's immature, and I mean, I don't know. Some people could think I'm immature, I guess, because I, my friend, like my friends that I play games, the blocking, she thinks blocking on Facebook is playing a game because you blocked him for your own mental health, but you also blocked him to see if he would say something to you. And yes, that is true. And he didn't say anything to me. So I guess I lost the game. <laughs> oh God. Um, so my question to my medium was, so, so basically the gist was I didn't hear anything really grand that I wanted to hear about this guy, which was, he is coming back and he's going to flower, shower you with gifts and praise and not care about the religion. No, she didn't say that at all. Um, which again, it does not shouldn't be a big deal, but it is a little bit of a big deal because I didn't really want to end up in this blocking territory again, but, but it is better, uh, that I'm not seeing any of this stuff. Cause who knows he might, he might be in a, a relationship by now, <laughs> just a whole two weeks later. Um, but in essence, we weren't dating at ever at any point. We were just quote unquote talking. I mean, there was a point where we made out and he kissed my boobs. So that was, if that's considered dating, sure. It still hurts. It still hurts. The whole thing sucks. Um, I'm sick of meeting things that men that are not, things are not going to work out with. And she said to me, I said, is there going to be somebody in the near future that I connect with? And she like, like that I can be with in a relationship. She's like, yes, there's going to be two. I'm like, two, I'm going to date two men at the same time. I don't know. She just said, there's going to be a lot. There's, she said, there is going to be somebody she goes, but it's like, I see two. I don't know what that means. Cause I am curious. Cause that means if there's two, they're not going to be at the same time. That means I'm going to go through another breakup slash miserable pain again. And I cannot handle it unless this is what the prep for is. I don't know. Um, and another thing that I asked her about was like my, my, my show was like, is there going to be the investor that comes along and invests money into us filming season one? That is the biggest next hurdle is making these six episodes in divorce diaries world of season one and getting it to the right people to get it onto a bigger platform like we really um i really we my team i i mean i am the central force of this this show and i have a great producer but if i fucking fail i have other people on my team now that i don't want to fail for them either um plus this is um to me, this is like a, a legacy. I feel like this is my life legacy right now that I'm carrying. Um, I think like my daughter is obviously another part of my legacy, but um, this show, I want to be like the next Golden Girls. And I'm sure a lot of people have said, have said this about their television concept and or their film, you know, but 
if I could wish for one thing outside of my daughter living a happily ever life, I would wish for my show to be the next Golden Girls. Period. End of story. Um, so with that wish out there, I guess I'm supposed to also say Divorce Diaries will be the next biggest hit TV show like the Golden Girls. Because Golden Girls and The Office, like those are shows that have lasted, uh, like, I mean, the Golden Girls was around longer, so that's lasted decades, right? And generations. And and like my daughter's 10 and a half cracking up at those jokes. That is what I want for the show. And I'm putting that energy out there because I don't care if I am single for the rest of my fucking life. That underneath my daughter being healthy, living a long, healthy life is the goal I have for this show. Um, and I, I want to be here to experience it. Cause that's what I feel like I'm, that's the point of living this right now. You know, um, I'm a very sexual person. I'm very sensual. So the emotional intimacy that I'm craving is very hard to swallow right now. And I was hoping I was going to have it with this guy because the one moment we had where we were, you know, not really intimate, we, we were like making out passionately. It was really good. Um, which makes me very mad because I start to think, well, maybe he's doing this with a lot of other women, but it doesn't matter because he can. It's just frustrating. You want to be the one and only. You want to be the one person they're thinking about. Um, I have asked the universe, you know, you know, has, is he thinking about me? Um, and no signs have come. So I'm assuming he is not thinking about me and hates me uh, because I've talked about this on my podcast at least every single episode, if not, yes, every single episode. And you know what? I don't care because this is how I heal. And also, this is my lame attempt at talking to him through a microphone on my computer that I'll never talk to him again. Um, so we talked about it, my medium, my medium in the meeting and Golden Girls being Divorce Diaries being the next Golden Girls. Please come see the show if it's near you. I promise you, it will keep getting funnier. And you don't have to be divorced to listen to this. Guess what? Everyone goes through breakups, transitions. Everyone is uh, a child of something. And divorce is somehow like two feet of connections away from us. You know why? Because we break up with something in our life. We always do. There's always something we break up with, whether it's food, exercise, a relationship, a job change. We are throughout our life having breakups. So this show is connected to, to everybody. Um, but I called it Divorce Diaries because when I first got divorced, I moved back home with my parents, my grandmother, my child, my handicapped dog, and I felt like I was the real housewife without the house, and I just kept saying Divorce Diaries, and it came to me. So hopefully, you will um, continue to listen and come to a live show. Um, New Year's Eve is at the Westside Improv in Wheaton, Illinois. And I'm very excited. It's a suburb of Chicago. There are, I think we have like half of a sold house, which is pretty good, but we want to be sold out. It's New Year's Eve, baby. And then also on, um, on, um, on January 14th is on, um, on, um, and like, I need to stop saying on, um, and like, <sighs> on New Year's, uh, January 14th at the comedy dojo. Now, let me just look at my phone real quick before we go. I want to see, cause I keep saying it wrong. It's kind of like Hanukkah. I can't spell Hanukkah even after I look up the word and it's pissing me off that I keep doing. That's probably why 
these guys don't want to date with me um either okay so wait uh let's go to comedy dojo january 14th i'm going to be in morris plains uh new jersey okay 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 and that's at the comedy dojo east in in tiff's restaurant let's see dojo okay here we go yeah dojo the dojo of comedy east okay i am going to be there january 14th the t- promo code is divorce for ten dollar off tickets um mm, all right now i hope you listen and stay tuned for more because i will be very upset if you don't keep listening and if you are listening to this and i've dated you or i've had intimate moments with you or we're blocking each other on Facebook, Instagram, or any other apps, reach out to me. Let's resolve it over the new year. Actually, I don't know if you should reach out. I mean, I don't know. Let's reach out and resolve it. (laughs) No, that's probably a bad thing to say. Okay, stay tuned for more, guys. Keep living your happily ever divorced after. I'm Michelle Trina, and this is Divorce Diaries.